ladies. Gentlemen. Looks like the work of a ghost. Let's start by ruling out ghosts. It's another grand spooky day here at the Halloween 365 podcast. I don't know where my co-host went. He's muted. You know, (laughs) the only podcast that's out there on any platform that brings you horror 24-7 and Halloween 365. We're not out here talking about fairy tales and haunted houses. We're talking about the stuff that's going to grab you in the darkness. The stuff that made Halloween what it is. It may grab your feet. We're we're not sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we like that. It may tickle your feet. I don't know. Yes, yes. Oh, boys. Well, it's good to be back. I've been looking forward to this episode today, but how's everybody doing out there? You guys doing good? You you, you, you making it through the week? Doing good. Uh, my ass is a little wind chap from this long road trip that we've been doing. Just go, man. Uh, Just go. <laughs> I have been out the window. That's why my ass is chapped by the wind. But we've been on a long road trip, ladies and gentlemen. We're hauling ass straight to Halloween, straight to fall, September 22nd. And actually, next week is our last episode before we jump into our summer of adventure and mystery. And we'll see how everybody takes that. But could be a short little stint in the summer. Still going to be Halloween related, still going to be horror related, uh, cryptids, uh, mysteries, everything that we talk about, but with a summer twist. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so, everything spooky to tickle your Oh, yeah. Tongue. We're trying to reach every spectrum. Every spectrum. Everybody that's listening, what are we at? We're at two minutes in. So, if you have not stopped the podcast yet, if you're listening, you accidentally clicked it, we are here to give the Halloween and horror community something more than just talking about getting drunk, skimpy costumes, and horror movies. Because you want to think about Halloween, but the only thing that we talk about is horror movies. There's more to it. There is. There's a lot more to it. We do layers. Exactly. We talk about the horror, but there's so much more. So every one of those other podcasts out there... They're not they're not the real Halloween OGs like we are. We're going to keep it going and we have been consistent bringing you the whole Halloween 365. Haven't mm-hmm. missed an episode yet and we're going to keep trucking along no matter what the cost. Boys, I've been doing a lot of thinking. Mhm. And here lately I I'm thinking that Stephen King may be one of the biggest kings of horror the, the name itself was very well fit for the man would you not agree it, it was kind of ironic right that's so, so so i mean is that even his real name like do, do, do you guys have any insight on that i don't know i, I yeah, think it, i know he did go well. under a different alias at one point regardless at one point he had a dog named corky corky <laughs> regardless of stephen king i Regardless of his name, <laughs> Corky, I I have to ask: Do you guys have oh, a favorite? 
do you have a yes, favorite movie right. or a favorite book or anything mm-hmm. of that nature of his? Um, not of his. No, I do of his, but um, I like Kubrick's The Shining. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Which he didn't he didn't approve of, so I'm not going to put it under Stephen King's That's, that's completely tutelage. fair. Germ, what about he you? He did not like it. Um, oh, uh, man, if y'all know me. It's Pet Cemetery. I was gonna say, okay. I was gonna say Christine. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I was so. Christine's up there. Oh, so so Christine's up there for you. Okay. It's up there. Yeah. So if I'm sticking strict, yeah, strictly Pet Stephen King, um, my choice is odd. It's thinner. Oh. Okay. That's a good one. Or um, riding the silver bullet. Mm. Which was that mini thing that he did on sci-fi yeah, back in yeah. mid-2000s. Uh, where his mom's dying and he's trying to hitchhike his way to go see her. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I personally, I think my favorite is It. Um, with that being said, okay. almost every single Stephen King book has tied itself in to Derry and to It. And I, to Maine. I have a little list here containing some of the crossovers and, and stories that may take place in the same universe as Stephen King's It. Would you like to hear them? Yes. Yes. Um, before you mm-hmm. give us the list, just real quick, let me tell you Oh, guys yes, something. that's right. Big news, uh, big news. Oh, yeah, he had news. I'm sorry, I forgot. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, and these these two are gonna love it because the videos are out <laughs> finally, people. Really We've are. talked uh, about them. We've got the videos. If you want to see them, uh, they will be on our YouTube channel here soon. But as of right now, you can. There we go. Yes. Only took a month and a half, but they're here. Um, oh, they're, and they're gonna keep coming. Now that we mentioned Stephen King, that's what made me think of the videos because one of the next ones. These are just little shorts, people. Go check them out. I like to give you fun facts. We like to give you fun facts. And as of right now, the only place to get those facts is Germ from the Mountains at TikTok. And that's J-E-R-M-F-R-M-T-H-A-M-T-N-S. No, it's Sorry totally to okay. Is that there our go, official TikTok? No, I'm going to change the uh, the handle. I just turned my personal into ours since Fair I don't enough. do anything on it anyway. Yeah, so, so just go follow go. him and then eventually it'll just... I mean, it, it it is. It'll be the right. It, it's our content, yeah. but it's just one of the hosts. You see, mm. for everybody listening. All right. So tell All us right. About that so list. Stephen King wrote a wonderful little book in 2011 called Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. Um, have you guys heard of it? Are you familiar with it? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So yes. yes. So it's about uh, a man named Jack, or I'm sorry, Jake, who tries to go back in time to stop the assassination of JFK. Well, Jack time travels like crazy, and, and you know what? He splits himself out all the way into 1958, Derry, Maine. And guess who he bumps into while staying in Derry? He bumps into none other than Bev Marsh and Richie, apparently two members of the Loser Club. He meets them in the summer of 1958, which is only two months after the kids beat Pennywise for the first time. 
Don't know what they talk about, but I'm actually curious to see. It's just I found that very. I know what they were talking about. And they talked about what happened in the sewer. They, my God, they probably they did. About. They probably did. Here's another. And how they had to make it out. Here's another fun fact. Going back to Stephen King's It, Eddie lived next door to a very interesting man, a very creative man, if you will, one by the name of Paul Sheldon. From the movie Misery, the book Misery, oh. whatever you want to say. Long before Paul Sheldon was held captive and tormented by uh, Annie, uh, he lived in Derry, Maine. Not only did he live in the haunted town, he actually lived next door to none other than Miss Capserback or Brack. I can't say it. It's, it's Eddie's mom, the Casbrack. Is it Casbrack? Oh, wow. So there you go. Live next door to the hypochondriac yeah. mother. So there you go. That's I thought that yeah, was really cool. Pumping him full of gazebos. Gazebos. <laughs> These are gazebos. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I thought Stand By Me was connected to all of that, too. I thought because that happened in... Uh, is it, what is it? Castle Rock, Maine? Castle Rock is... I'll yeah. get to it. Uh, I, there's there's a lot of connections. I won't okay. go, I won't okay, go sorry, through all sorry. of these. I won't go through You're all good. of them, but I'll go through a few. Uh, there's also a strange connection to the Tommyknockers. Uh, the main character, uh, Tommy, actually enters Derry. He starts to hallucinate when he turns to uh, Wentworth Street. He says, I thought I saw a clown grinning from ear to ear, sticking his head out of a sewer manhole. He had shiny silver dollar eyes, clenched white glove filled with balloons. Very interesting. Mm. Tommy mm. Knockers. Not sure what time frame that takes place in. But was it sixties? Tommy Knockers was in the sixties, right? It was yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah. who's 60s, to say 70s, that it falls in yeah. order that way, you know? Um, fun fact, Ben actually makes on his way back home to defeat it for the second time, stops at a local bar that took him through Gatlin, Nebraska. What's going on up in Gatlin, Nebraska, you might say? Ask those children of the corn, because they're worshipping things. They're worshipping the corn. Oh, my God. I always... Sorry. Sorry. I always forget that Stephen King did Children of the Corn. (laughs) If I... Okay. I retract my previous statement. Take out riding the silver bullet. I fucking love Children of the Corn. The original Children of the Corn was great. The music is... Fantastic! I would put it up there with as creepy as the Michael Myers music in horror music themes. Damn I feel like children, the ah, come on, that's fucking, t- that's oh, terrifying, that's dude. As a kid, I was like, oh my god, Malachi terrifies. What the would fuck? I do? Malachi scares the shit out of me, dude. Like he's so soulless. Like <laughs> ah, Isaac scares me when he comes back, man. Oh yeah, when yeah. he's covered in dirt and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh uh, god, it was good. Moving right along, here's a fun little connection to the movie Christine or the book Christine, whatever you prefer out there. Henry Bowers, when he gets lifted and sprung from uh, the insane asylum, the corpse of his dead friend Belch picks him up in Christine. Oh, so you know that happens in the movie? I wonder if we look in the movie if it... I, so in the, got, in the movie, he's okay. actually picked up in like a Dodge Charger, I think. Um, but oh, in the book, oh, he's actually man. picked up by the Plymouth, the Plymouth. So I think that's, that's really awesome. That's cool. Um, here's one for you, Germ. You're going to love this one. Georgie and Gage were buried in the same cemetery. So that's, this is, this oh. is straight from the book. 
both in it and Pet Cemetery featured very graphic child fatalities. Georgie D'Ambro is torn apart, and Gage is hit by an oncoming semi. The two boys end up being buried at Mount Hope Cemetery. The only difference is Georgie stays behind while Gage is eventually dug up by his father. So there you go. Mm. Two tragic oh. child deaths, two very supernatural happenings uh, going on between the two. Ooh, y years before each other, too, <laughs> right? Years before each other, because uh, yep. Pet Cemetery's 80s. Yeah, and uh, Georgie died in the 50s. Yeah. If we're going off of the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, there is a loose connection to the Dead Zone and Castle Rock Strangler. Uh, the losers actually at their dinner back uh, the second time that they defeat it. They are all having a conversation about Johnny Smith and the Castle Rock Strangler. Fun little nod. Yeah. Here's one. Here's one for you. This one's for you, Justin. Mike's dad served with none other in the army than Dick O'Holloran or Dick Holloran. Uh, <laughs> That's my boy. Think Dick. about that. Your boy Dick. Your boy Dick. What's up, Doc? Shared a little bit yeah, of a that's shine. Right. Yeah, oh, the that's baddest okay. motherfucker to have a velvet painting in his bedroom. I still want that fucking velvet <laughs> painting, dude. That thing was badass. So yeah, yeah, you know, Mike's father served with him in the army. So I wonder if uh, I wonder if Dick ever used his shine to get to get them out of a situation. Of it some probably sort. saved his ass, honestly. You know, let me think about that. Uh, let's keep on moving down the list here. I'm trying to find a really good one. A real good one here for you. Well, while you're trying to find a good one, I wanted to mention that I thought that all of this or most of this stuff was tied together in the series Castle Rock. I think a lot of it is tied together via Dark Tower. Um, I think that's where the epitome um, of it starts. Well, I Castle Rock, there's a reporter, and she talks about how her uncle went crazy and killed a bunch of people in Colorado, or tried uh, tried to kill his wife and son in Colorado. Maybe so. That, that maybe so. It, you know, yeah, that's what happened, and at the very end of Castle Rock, it led you to believe that the next part of it was going to be following her to um, the Stanley Hotel because she was going to go and check out where her uncle died because she wanted to be a reporter he was a writer yeah I mean maybe so um, there's a good possibility and she she lived in well Castle Rock and then Castle Rock is also where the boys you know stand by me yeah um, here's a fun another fun connection to uh, 112263 uh, Jake actually stumbles upon just a few months later before the event uh, of the Easter explosion that killed 88 children and 102 total oh. down in Derry, Maine. And he says while he was inside of the factory, he could feel a very evil presence. I'm sorry. Who, who, uh, who uh, Jake factory? from 112263. Uh, okay. Okay. Got you. So that one's interesting. By the way, for 112263, for mm -hmm. you guys and anybody listening, um, there was a film adaptation oh. to it. Um, I'm not going to finish it. I forget who it is, but it's a big name actor. But it's really good. What I've seen of it, I recommend. I thought it was Franco. Was it Franco? Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yep, yep, you're right. Which come on, bring it back. Just uh, here's one. 
Dark Tower 5, I believe. I'm sorry, Dark Tower 4. Um, on the final leg of Roland's journey through the Dark Tower, the gunslinger comes across a malfunctioning robot named Stuttering Bill. That's just a fun little nod, I think. I don't really know if that's necessarily connected, but just a fun little thing. And last but not least, the Crimson King uh, of Derry. So this one's a very interesting thing. This is from a book called Insomnia that was launched in 1994. It takes place in Derry, Maine. It's actually the only other book of Stephen King's to take place fully set in Derry, um, other than the book It. And uh, same streets are mentioned. Characters shop at the same exact stores. Uh, many of the characters in Insomnia mention the flood that happens at the end when the losers beat Pennywise in 1985. And uh, Mike even shows up, apparently, despite uh, some contradicting callbacks. Uh, the actual Crimson King even drops the line saying, You may not know it, but shape-shifting is a time-honored custom here in the town of Derry. So... There's some more fun facts for you. If you're a Stephen King fan, I know I am. I'm a big King fan. Love the man. Love his work. Interesting. But even though he's the king, there were some true kings that came before him. Masters, if you will. Legends, icons, boys. Today's episode topic... The Masters of Horror. I hope you like that lead in there, ladies yeah, wasn't and that gentlemen. Beautiful? That was beautiful. Yeah. Um, this is something that, and for anybody that's like, oh, well, he just said that they didn't. They're not going to talk about horror movies the whole time. This is an exception because <laughs> if you want to talk about Halloween, you've got to talk about the four original men that made Halloween spooky like it was whenever we were kids. Gave it that magic, that spark. The French kiss hands. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's... Yeah, one of those being one of my favorite uh, of all time. Um, but before I even just single anybody out, the four that we're talking about people are Christopher Lee, Vincent Price, John Carradine, and Shooter people. McGavin. Shooter McGavin. He's there too. <laughs> Shooter. But my favorite between the four, and if you go back on some previous episodes, you might notice the John Waters mustache. It was not John Waters mustache <laughs> that I'd normally try to keep. I failed this time. It's Vincent Price. See, I, I love this we even do magic on this on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we got yeah. John Waters. So, so, special John. game. Before so you know okay, give John Waters a little bit of a pass, though. If I could grow a John Waters mustache, you bet your ass I would. Let's just—he's <laughs> a legend. Come on. <laughs> yeah, so you could down. grow it. Mm. You've got more mustache than all three of us. So you could definitely mm. just shape yours down. You mm. could do a Vincent Price if yeah, you wanted to. I don't want to do that. That's too much work. <laughs> That's way too much work. That's a lot of shaving mm. in the morning. It is. It is. Well, see, Vincent Price, um, to bring up another master of horror that you could even convert, consider, he done a lot of film adaptations of Edgar Allan Poe books mm-hmm. and stories. Um, he's in a lot of them, anywhere from uh, The Mask of the Red Death to, um, he was in, actually, it's called An Evening of Edgar Allan Poe, and it features him uh, reciting Poe's stories. Uh, 
and also acting in it, The Telltale Heart, The Sphinx, Cask of Amontillado, and The House Pit, of Usher. Pendulum. And also, let's... Yeah, see, he's, he's like... What was the House of Wax and my favorite, my all-time favorite... Um, yeah, House on he Hill. he put well, oddly enough, House of Wax and House on Haunted. He's yes. the whole reason that they were even considered to be remade. Let's be real, because nobody's going back and grabbing. Dude. I don't know, whisper to a screen. Well, I mean, even if you, yeah, no, if you go and uh, somebody might, but no, uh, but if you go and look at the remake of 99's Haunted Hill, they even changed the main character, whose name's Frederick Lauren, to Stephen mm-hmm. Price. Mm-hmm. And he, they gave uh, Jeffrey Rush the Pross mustache, like yeah, paying yeah. homage to him. Yeah, like, like you said, dude. It's, I mean, it's, he's the reason those movies got remade. I highly feel that. But let me tell you guys this real quick. Um, House on Haunted Hill wasn't. It was the second Vincent Price movie I've seen. The first one wasn't really a movie. It was actually an after-school special. And Dustin, I think you'll remember. Tell us what the name of that baby is. <laughs> Once Upon a Midnight Scary. Scary, yeah, yeah. What was yes. it? Uh, yeah. the Ghost Belongs to Me. Yeah, he uh, does three books. House with the Cock in Its the Walls. Ghost Belongs to Me. House with the Clock in Its <laughs> The Clock, people. Uh, and Sleeping yeah, it's All. It's like whack-a-mole all around that fucking mansion. You got... You go, ah! The house is turning. You just thought, you just thought that the whole, the whole house pie. is in Amsterdam and it's full of glory holes. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, oh. <laughs> Vincent Price oh, just runs by the doorway twisting his mustache. Yeah. He's going to reach out and grab it. Uh, okay, no, House with the Clock and its Walls, which was just recently remade with uh, Jack Black in it. Jack Black. Yeah. Um, he. But. I mean, I'm sure, like, a lot of people listening, y'all heard of Vincent Price. You know who Vincent Price is? Hell, if you've watched You know, no, wait, 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 wait. Everybody, including Chad, I think would agree with this. It's sad, but there's one thing that everybody knows Vincent Price for, and it's not a horror movie. Yep. It's not a movie. It's not a movie. You probably listen to it every single Halloween on it unbeknownst knowing it's even him yeah Fucking mm-hmm. thriller yes thriller yeah yep. yes when darkness rolls across the line <laughs> yeah. fun fact about yeah. that do you want a fun fact i don't have to yes. give you a fun fact fun no, fact that's good john landis the director of american werewolf in london actually shot the thriller music video and his wife designed the uh jacket that's fucking That's great. Really yeah. Cool. yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. It's <laughs> mm. more useless oh, bullshit no, that really I know. Cool. So anyway, well, that yeah. jacket is <laughs> oh, owned Ma- by Max Landis. Somebody owns that jacket. Uh, his son, and it's he fucking still has it, and it's mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> it's the coolest jacket ever. But yeah, yeah, uh, I agree, Jeremy Vincent Price. He is, uh, if he's not the the king he's and I don't just mean horror Halloween this man carried it with him you look at his movies that's all the fucking man did like you look at his advertisements he was the embodiment of Halloween 365 (laughs) I mean think about it he if there was any mascot if we we could get he would be our fucking mascot 
Oh, dude, like an animated version of Vincent Price mm. would be so fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, <laughs> now, I did say something that's what? probably not true uh, of him being the most well-known because oh, out of no. the four, yeah. I would, now that I'm thinking about it, Christopher Lee is probably... Uh, well, he is, he is, but wait, we don't well-known. need to take away from our boy Vincent. No. He's about to get outshot. He's about to get outshined oh. by two different actors here. So, so the thing and about so, Christopher Lee... He branched out a lot more, so therefore I mm-hmm. think that's why. Vincent would have did more if he would have. I mean, he's he was like El, he was like the male Elvira. He's Elvira with a penis, is what this was, ladies and gentlemen. He's crin- yeah, the, the crypt keeper with the crypt keeper with skin. Like it's Vincent Price. Like that's. Uh, if, heard, yeah. uh, that's a good way yeah no you think of Elvira, halloween yeah. horror you think of television you think of old movies you think of any of that it's vincent price it's elvira and then it's the original universal horror monsters that's the first things that pop into your head that's the first things that they think of whenever they start making merchandise mm-hmm. uh this man by the way was born in 1911 <laughs> i'm sorry it just threw me off 1911 Oh, yeah. He died in 1993. Hey, you know what's really cool about that? We were all alive when Vincent Price walked the earth. I just want to say true. how cool that is. That's cool to me. Mm, I don't know. Depending on when he died, oh, man. I was born in '93. No. <laughs> just <laughs> when did he die? When did he die? <laughs> uh, let's see. Looks like. When did he die? Well, that's what we're trying to find out. Vincent yeah. Price? Yeah. Oh, October 25th, 1993. Okay, so yeah, I was He alone. died yeah, in October. Yeah. October 25th. I mean, the man was... Yep. Come See? on. I don't know about the St. Louis, Missouri part, yeah, but... Uh, cool. well, you know. He gets passed for that. <laughs> but it's not just all about horror movies. Of course you got the horror. Of course you got the actor. But he was also an art historian. He was also an art collector. And he was also a gourmet chef. Damn, he looks like a chef. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. Ratatouille-looking motherfucker. <laughs> I'd eat some of his brisket. <laughs> Vincent, yeah. cook me up some brisket. It brings it in, <laughs> platter. First he tricks you, and he's like, it's a severed head. And then it's it's not. <laughs> it's little olives. It's just my meatloaf special. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, he... he struck me as vastly interesting um would you go as far to say that he's a a (laughs) renaissance man no i was just gonna say that it was just interesting because he was with he got to act with some of the biggest people like he was in the uh tower of london which had boris uh karloff in it he also uh was See, in the closing. Yeah. He did a cameo in the closing scene of Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, which oh, is another big that's thing. That's really cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, he he was with all of them, all of the big names that are associated with all of the old stuff, the stuff that makes. Another. It is what it is. Another fun fact. This is oh, this yeah. one's just for me because yeah. I love Fright Night. Uh, Peter Vincent is based on Vincent Price. Hmm. See? Come on, people. Yeah. Yeah, and 
and like Justin said, we got to mention a lot about them because these next few dudes, <laughs> maybe you might know them a little bit more, especially yeah. Christopher Lee. But looking into it, I just found, did you guys know, so uh, John Carradine is mm-hmm. who I was looking at, and apparently there was a Billy the Kid versus Dracula. Yes, movie. I did know that. Because I that's did what we needed. That, actually. Unfortunately. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was along the lines oh. with the Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, then meets the Dracula, meets the mummy, yeah. meets you know, Three Stooges meets Frankenstein. Yeah, we'll see that. Like, as a matter of fact, the Impractical yeah, Jokers man. have even considered doing that exact same thing. Impractical Jokers meet Frankenstein. Oh, like Abbott yeah, and Costello make it happen. Yeah. I think <laughs> it would be funny. <laughs> yeah. They said they'd want to keep it very Abbott and Costello, uh, where they're going room to room, going oh. Yeah. They'd have to, dude. Yeah, I would love that shit. Um, yeah. So it's looking like John Carradine. It's, he's he was with a lot of the old like Bell, he acted in with Bela Lugosi and uh, Lon Chaney. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. Within House of Frankenstein, he, that was that was that's some big was names that? right off the fucking bat. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. These with those guys, which you know. If people, if you don't know them, they're mm-hmm. also considered yeah, no. masters of horror. In my opinion, yeah. would you guys? Lon agree? Chaney, Lon Chaney Jr. Bill Lugosi. What? Who's does? Who? Boris yeah. Karloff. Yes. Um, but if you guys haven't seen House of Frankenstein or House of Dracula, he's in both of those, and I would highly recommend yeah. it. It's so good. It says he is also in The Howling. Uh, one of Chad's. And this, this is John. He likes. It. Carradine. Carradine. Yeah. Yes, and oh, so he was in the Invisible Man, and if I don't, if he was the Invisible Man, and I didn't know it, I'm going to be a and mad motherfucker. As Chad and uh, I figured out, also John Carradine's son was an actor, also. Yeah. Um, I and his name uh, is David Carradine, right? I'm not sure about um, the name, but I know that I've seen him in Kill Bill. Yeah, Kill Bill. Yeah, um, and. A few others. <laughs> Kung Fu. Lone Wolf McQuaid. Yeah. You know. Okay, yeah, he was the doctor in The Invisible Man. But yeah, so he was doing movies that Carl Lamell was filming or producing, <laughs> which is another big name in the early horror people. Um, so, I mean, yeah, he definitely, he had the older ones because I think he was actually, he's older than the rest of them. Um, yeah, 1906 this is when this man was born. Died in 1988. So, John Carradine is one that actually gets left off of the list. Whenever people think about the kings of horror, they are always talking about Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee, and Vincent Price. Carradine, which has done yeah. a lot. And it's not just that he's done a lot, but they were good. It wasn't like uh, the Dracula goes to the disco. or You know what I mean? He was in some big name stuff. Yeah, The Invisible Man alone, that that movie, it's, with watching it the first time, it's got its spots where it's kind of funny, but it's trying to make it look scary because mm-hmm. people are like, well, what's under your wrappings? Because you want to see <laughs> here, here, throwing it off and laughing, going, ah! Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? But Put some little, respect on like, Carradine's I name, until I looked it up. Oh, yeah, he was the doctor in that movie. But um, one thing that I didn't know, and you guys probably, this might be a surprise to you boys, but he has, if not the highest, the second highest, but I'm pretty sure the highest kill count 
out of murders and movies. Hey, bring it home. Those. It's up there, yeah, up there yes. in the hundreds. Interesting. And this is not in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, right? No, oh, no, this okay. is the 1930s sure. Invisible Man, yeah. Or, uh... No, uh, but since... yeah, Or Mystery Men. that he's not in it much, Dang. I felt like... No, no, no Mystery Men. But I felt like that's why we, like I was bringing all this up, his accomplishments, too. No, yeah, he's uh, not to be overlooked. His name doesn't get thrown around a lot, and, and people have definitely seen... You've seen him if you've watched the old uh, black and white horror movies, or... Uh, at the cusp of when they started popping in color and things like that, so you've seen the man. You yeah. just—it's one. Of, or John yeah, Wayne. It's movies. one of those faces where you—you're like, he's in a lot of shit, you know. Um, but once again, he made the modern day Halloween have the monsters that it did. He played a role, had a hand in some of these original Universal monster movies. Uh, as all of them did. And once again, this is why we're tying them back to the roots of what our Halloween is now. The roots of what seems to be a vanishing magical holiday. <laughs> That's a, Sorry, I'm rambling now. <laughs> Take me to Peter Cushing no, or I mean, Christopher right, Lee. No. I'm about to get really <laughs> mad at Trunk or Treat again. Oh, <laughs> Take you back no. some episodes. <laughs> oh, no. Fucking Trunk or Treats. Oh, so, um, just, to, I mean, I guess, Chad, you want to... Yeah, about wait, well, should, we, should we save him for last? I, I almost want to save Mr. Lee he's, for last. He's the last. Because Mr. Lee okay. needs to be the last. So I'll take Peter Cushing. Sir Lee, he's something fierce. Okay, okay, yeah. I'll take uh, Peter Cushing. So, Peter Cushing, ladies and gentlemen, you have seen him in... A whole mess of shit. Especially if you, even if you're not a Halloween fan, if you've stumbled this far into our podcast and you don't like Halloween at all, this man was also in other movies outside of that. Like Chad said, Christopher Lee, Peter Cushing, uh, were smart enough to branch out. To widen their portfolio. I'm not even going to say smart enough because maybe that was just a decision that Price and Carradine just wanted to stick with. You know, maybe they wanted to stay in those old horror movies. I mean, Price had some other ones, but right, not exactly. as many as the other guys. So yeah. um, but Peter Cushing, you will know him from the likes of Horror of Dracula, The Curse of Frankenstein, The Brides of Dracula, Star Wars Episode 4? Yep. Rogue One. Yes. Yep. Um, C- Sound of Baskerville. CGI Rogue One. Sorry. Yeah, CGI Rogue One. I don't want to get attacked by um, the nerds no, out there. <laughs> uh, dra- well, well, hold on. Who? Sorry, real quick. Who was Admiral. What do you mean he was? Um, yeah. Fuck. What yeah, is he was the Admiral. Yep. I don't remember his name. Admiral something something. Yeah. Uh, the most the Sorry. most well known image of an admiral in in. Uh, when I think admirals, I think of this dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, Dracula A.D., um, The Satanic Rites of Dracula, Frankenstein Must Be Destroyed, The Mummy, from 1959. Uh, Frankenstein and the Monster from Hell, The Evil of Frankenstein, Dr. Terror's House of Horrors, Horror Express, uh, The Crypt. 
Oh, I mean the list is it's huge, guys. I didn't even it's he's yeah. got a huge from Bri beyond the grave asylum uh at the earth's core um <laughs> the legend of the the legend of the seven golden vampires which i think is a uh karate vampire <laughs> bro sign me the fuck up i i want to see this the legend it looks like he's crane kicking some people uh the legend of the seven golden vampires if anybody's interested enough to uh Look I, that I, up. I need, I need this in my life. I was gonna say, I feel like I need to see it. Oh yeah, he's uh, Grand Moff Tarkin in Star Wars. That's his name, Tarkin. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, That's Admiral him. Tarkin. Um. Yeah. This man's a. I mean, he's a straight up legend. Let's be real. And that's just movies. He's done TV stuff. shows too, which not even to even try to jump in to all of that. Um. Peter Cushing was actually best friends with... I mean, they were all in the same realm. They've got a picture uh, together, all of these guys. that are relatively had seen each other, ran across each other in their time. They're not the same age, obviously, because... Uh, well, if that was the case, then every single <laughs> one of them would be dead. Wait, are all of them? Is Christopher Lee dead? No. He, he is. He, he died. Yes, he recently. Did. Recently. recently. Yeah, yeah recently. recently. Damn, he was he holding strong, boys. Yeah. Look at him. Best for last. Last one to go. Cushing. Cushing followed um, Vincent yeah, Price in the next year. Uh, he died, he died in 94, August 11th at the age of 81. Which, uh, I've read a really interesting thing is that he was so close with Christopher Lee that um, they called each other all the time. And when Christopher Lee heard about that Peter Cushing had died, literally the day after, he called all of Peter Cushing's family. Um just that close just that close he's an english actor sir peter cushing is and as these other actors have the almost the exact same time span but they have acting careers he mr cushing has an acting career that has spanned over six decades and including appearances in more than 100 films he's also done television stage and radio while doing these films uh, he achieved recognition in his home country for leading performances in the Hammer Productions horror films from 1950 to 1970 while earning an international prominence as Grand Moff Tarkin in Star Wars in 1977. Ah. See, that just make you want a cup of tea right there. Celebrate. He is <laughs> a <laughs> an English gem. He, he's, I mean... Damn yeah. right. Uh, He's he's the English Vincent Price, I would say. Well, Christopher Lee, isn't he? I I or UK. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't Ooh. know. Ooh. It's going to be a tough one. This is going to be a tough one to call. Mm -mm -mm. Wait, so is Peter Cushing a sir as well? You know what? Like I don't think Lee? he was ever knighted. <laughs> no, he's uh Peter Wilton Cushing is the only thing that it has for him. Okay. He's from Surrey, England, though. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys. He was not a chef, so Vincent Price has got that one on him. Yeah, How do you like he's, that? He's got one on him. He's got one up. He wasn't a collector of fine arts, either. Mm. Um, he was, however, it says it looks like uh, he was made 
an officer of the Order of the British Empire in recognition to his contributions to the acting profession in Britain and worldwide. So that is pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, actually, you know what? Um, he had one of his biggest roles, English horror movie roles, was one of my favorite fictional horror movie characters. He was Dr. Van Helsing. Nice. In The Brides of Dracula. He was the one. He he's the one that uh, gave everybody the idea to run around in the fucking suit with the spike and the hammer, going, "Hold on, let me get my medical bag here." <laughs> yeah, he pulls out the handkerchief and gets the blood off his lapel and stuff. Who ordered the steak? Yeah, who ordered the steak? <laughs> God. That's the one I'm still yet to see. That's the third one, isn't it? <laughs> I, uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh no! <Yeah. laughs> Who ordered? The <laughs> That's a way to get me mad, man. Let's just talk no, about we, the fucking. No, we can't. Let's not stray off been. topic. No, oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying we'll eventually shit. squeeze in uh, the horrible world of remakes. Uh, That'll be an episode. <laughs> Or continuations that should have never happened. They got they got another one coming yeah. for you too. The whole thing's getting remade. Oh. The whole fucking Lost Boys thing is getting remade. <laughs> look, they don't even look of age, man. They look like fucking twelve year olds. Oh, okay. God, okay. It's another it. another time. Yeah, another not, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, so Peter Cushing put some respect on his name as well, uh, like Carradine, like Vincent Price. Um, He's the one that brought you uh, Doctor Who if he were to be Doctor Van Helsing. That's a good way to look at it. I don't know. This, minus the TARDIS. Minus the TARDIS. Right? Yeah. No TARDIS. Yeah. So I think we've we've come to our the final one. Mm. Which it, it kinda I mean there, there's I no really wanted Vincent I wanted Vincent to be the main one, Chad. Let let me let me tell you something. Do you hear that? <laughs> that is the sound of motherfucking Christopher Lee. I'm not even fucking kidding you. He was in a metal band. Oh, yeah, a metal band. Right. And this is some I of his shit. I don't care. We got to go out big with this man. Okay. Oh, no. This man. Okay. During Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, right? I should probably turn this down. <laughs> We're going to summon the spirit of Mr. Lee. During the filming... Of two towers. He was trying to do a scene where he actually dies, right? He looks at Peter Jackson and he yeah. says, That's not how it would sound. You know why that's not how it would sound? Because he knew how it sound to kill a man because he was in the fucking Royal Air Force. He was in the Secret Service, the British Special Forces. He did shit that he probably wasn't proud of. It's, this man was hard fucking core, okay? He was the inspiration for James Bond. James Bond wouldn't exist if Christopher <sighs> Lee was never oh, fucking right. born. He was the fucking uh, inspiration. I'm sorry, this dude's a fucking legend. I, I can't stress it enough. Anyway, apart from that, his horror contributions are Jesus Christ, just fucking endless. I mean, oh, you've yeah. got everything. Hit us, hit us with the, the horror contributions. Okay, we've got, are you ready? The Satanic Rites of Dracula. Fucking mm -hmm. came out. What year was that? I was like, oh, he was in that with Peter Cushing. I believe so. Yeah, actually, yeah. the Horror Express. 
He was in The Resident. He was in Hotel Horror, or Horror Hotel, I should say. The Last Unicorn. He was in The Howling Part 2. He was in Gremlins Part 2. He was in Lord of the Fucking Rings. He was in The Hobbit. He was in Star Wars, just like Peter Kershing. He was in The Hounds of whatever the fuck that is. Uh, Baker's Baskerville. 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 Yeah, Baskerville. Yeah. yeah. He was. Peter Cushing yeah. as well. Both of them. They were in The Hounds of Baskerville. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Ao. Mm-hmm. Scars of Dracula. Dracula has mm-hmm. ridden from the grave. Hugo. He was in Count Dracula in 1907. Sleepy Hollow. The Mummy. Dracula AD. Dear God, do I keep going? Like, it's endless. Like, I seriously can't see an end to this. Uh, it, it's th- the blood of Fu Manchu. Who the fuck even knows what that is? <laughs> like, the brides of Fu Manchu? Come on. Come on. Seriously, though, it's a shitload <laughs> of movies. Oh, yeah, he was also one of the original Three Musketeers. Dude, it's like... okay. Come on. See that? I did the Wicker Man? He was one of the original. Th- oh, the Wicker Man. Yeah, he was in the Wicker Man. Uh, but wasn't he also in that god-awful Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? Unfortunately, that's the one that I left out. <laughs> He's dead, yes. I was trying not to soil. Oh, was wait, was he Was he Grandpa seat. that was stuck in the fucking bed? Was he no, he was actually grandpa? He was Johnny Depp's dad. No. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So he the, was, was, he was Willy Wonka. He was a dentist. Yeah, actually, I think... Uh, Johnny no, Depp. John, yeah, he Johnny was. Depp was oh yeah, wait. Though. Okay, sorry. Go uh, on. Boy. Last go but on. not least, these are a few more. He was in the Curse of Frankenstein. He was in Dark Shadows. He was in The Corpse's Bride. He loved himself some Tim Burton. He was in Alice in Wonderland as well. And uh, did I mention Sleepy Hollow? I don't know if I mentioned Sleepy mm, Hollow. Yeah, Sleepy Hollow. Yes. The Tim Burton Sleepy oh, Hollow. My God. So, um, he fought in World War II as well. You damn right. I know you said he was a commander, but I didn't know yeah. that he fought in World War II. Well, he fought in World War II, and he was part of the British uh, Special Forces, I believe. Uh, which is Yeah, why and eventually he was made a commander of the British Empire. Yeah, which is why Peter Jackson just didn't want to know how he knew what the sound of a man dying was like. That's pretty hardcore, if you ask me. I'm just saying. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I could go on and on and on. Uh, he served in the Finnish Army, the British Army, the Royal <laughs> Air Force. Dude. Dude didn't fuck around. Uh, and he lived to be a whopping 93 years old. I should, oh, I, I, wait. Hang on. Yeah, no, I'm... Hang on. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. He's old as shit, first of all. Knock the dust off of him. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, but there's all kinds of facts about this man. Yeah. I guess oh, he doesn't God, deserve to be the king. Not even just about horror, because he's like... It, I mean... His mother was an Italian contessa, and though her and Lee descended from Emperor Charlemagne of the Holy Roman Empire, is who he descended from. (laughs) And he was related. Wait, he was related to Robert E. Lee, the Confederate general. God damn! This is is, is. so that was that must have been yeah yeah yeah. Just related to it doesn't say how oh, fuck. close. I forgot something else. You ready for this? He is the only member of the cast and crew of Lord of the Rings who actually sat and smoked the fucking doobie with J.R.R. Tolkien. This is true, by the way. He really did. Just saying. Wow. See, that's cool, man. Yeah, I mean, as much as I'm, I was with you, Justin, uh, as far as putting Vincent Price at the end, I think this. this I mean, was it makes sense. Uh, you got to get he, yeah. his life. I mean, the man screams horror, Sir uh, Christopher Lee. I mean, at the age of 17, he saw the last public hanging in England. 
<laughs> Dude. <laughs> he got the he got the view of the last pub No, no, no. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It makes it worse. Not the last public hanging. The last public guillotine execution in France. In France, not I would almost go as far to say not only is he the master of horror, but he's probably the most interesting man that ever existed on the planet, to be fucking frank. Uh, He spoke French, English, and Italian. (laughs) Sorry. Damn. Like, when I say... Oh, it said he also frequently appeared with his best friend, Peter Cushing. Mm. There we go. Mm. Yeah, and he was trained by Master Yoda. And he was Sherlock Holmes. God damn. Bro, I... <laughs> I fuck... This is the man. Like, there's not too many people I think of with Dracula that's mainly Bela Lugosi. Uh, but if there's anybody else um, I think of when I think of somebody playing Dracula, it's Christopher Lee and Gary Oldman, but of course Christopher Lee being right there, and they're I would all great kill movies. To have an autograph from this man. Oh my God! What Especially would it be like now, to get it yeah. now? Yeah, like I, I don't even know. I could only imagine all four of these guys how much their autographs are worth. I mean, if they autograph all the time, it could if be worth. These men sat down in a room in a in a in a, in a round table, like a dinner for four type situation. <laughs> Dude, Which I they would, probably have. They probably, they probably have. have multiple times, and I would just love to have been a fly on the fucking wall in that scenario. Mm-hmm. You would have left a changed man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your whole perspective oh, yeah. would have been changed. Um, I don't know. Oh. It's wild. So, wait. I've got one more fun fact. If you guys have any more to add on after, that's fine. Yeah. But if not, this is a perfect one to wrap Mr. Lee up on. But... You guys know the game, the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? How everybody says that (laughs) one way or another you can connect Kevin Bacon to any... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, (laughs) in 2008, Christopher Lee was recognized by the Guinness Book of World Records as the most connected actor in the world. He connects to virtually any and every actor in 2.59 steps. I think that we need to change the name of the game. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah I think we need to change the name of the game yeah he so you can connect him in two steps compared to Kevin Bacon my god <laughs> if you know your movies of course are we debating still <laughs> I don't think that we are <laughs> son of a bitch I I'm not trying to take anything away from Vincent Price but it looks like now? Mr. Lee did that for him so <laughs> But oh yeah, uh, yeah. I do love some Vincent Price though. Now, he was a fan. Uh, Christopher Lee was a master of everything. Vincent yeah. Price was a horror king. Correct. Yeah. Plus, he was from Missouri. He had that kind of that gentleman's southern. Sw- I wonder uh, if he called it Missouri, Missouri, or Missouri. I wonder which one he called it. Uh, you know, he was smoking those Virginia Slims. He was <laughs> a tiny cigarettes. <laughs> He had a zoot suit on, that pencil-thin mustache. <laughs> he probably hung out with Count Basie and them. But, yeah, so, guys, if anybody out there has ever wondered where it really began, you've got your Stephen Kings, you've got your Eli Roths, you've got your Wes Cravens, you've got all the Carpenters, everybody. 
but I don't think that they're going to take the spot of these four men at any point in time. I don't see it happening. Yeah, I would agree. It, it's very difficult to top this spot. Ladies. There's only one man on this earth that's going to top all four of these guys. Who do you think that is? Zach fucking Bagans. Oh, God. I <laughs> Shove him shit. up your ass. I'm, I'm, I'm canceling you for that <laughs> one. <laughs> Horror news? Any news coming up, my friend? Yes, on the edge of the episode, the end of the episode, if you've stuck around this long, then we've got some quick horror news for you. We've actually had a lot of stuff that was released in the past couple of uh, days, um, such as Ghostbusters Afterlife director announces a sequel, which I'm fantastically happy about because I loved that movie. Aliens Dark Descent has been announced. The Nope official trailer has been released, the full trailer. Loved it, excited for it. Also, if anybody's into old vintage horror movies and you want to keep it spooky this summer, Jaws is returning to theaters this summer in IMAX and real 3D. Um, while we were gone, we missed Ghostbusters Day, as well as the release anniversary of Gremlins. Um, other than that, Rob Zombie has released his Munsters teaser trailer and it seems to be staying true to the actual show so happy about that Courtney Cox says that yes Courtney Cox says that Scream isn't going to pay her enough so she's not fucking coming back no oh sorry oh Oh. Yes. Yeah, Sorry. So the main okay. Sorry, Nev Campbell. Yes. Courtney Cox that. confirmed the return of Will Gathers. Uh, Gail Withers. Oh. Gail, Will Gathers. <laughs> well, Gathers. Uh, well, and I mean, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever. well. And we got our. I'm sorry, but Courtney Cox is a bigger name than we, you, woman. Don't, we also sorry, got our first look at Jenny Ortega as Wednesday, Tim Burton's Netflix series coming out. I like the little teaser that they did. Don't know how everybody else feels. I like Thing. Um, we'll see. I'm The thing that I'm most confused about is Louis Guzman as uh, Gomez. Because yeah. <laughs> all I can see is his ball sack on waiting when he, when he does the brain. <laughs> or is it the goat? Does he do the goat? No, no the, brain. the brain. It's his voice. Yeah. Um, something also with that I'll just want to add is the original Wednesday, Christina Ricci, it will be in the show. It doesn't say who she's going to be, but she will be there. But that wraps up the Halloween 365 news. You are now up to date with all things Halloween. And now we can take you out. Chad, do us the honors. Well, remember, everybody, check us out on all social media platforms. That is on Instagram. I think we're on Twitter. I never know anymore. I don't keep track of social media. But we're on Twitter. Yes, we're we're going to be on TikTok here momentarily. Most importantly, check us out on Spotify, all the podcast listening platforms out there. And remember, folks, keep it spooky out there.